a banker picks up the guitar and goes like this, you know. And a rock and roller goes like that. Hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of BPM, the podcast where we get behind people's music. I'm your host, Ashley Scrace Vendel, coming to you live from Berlin. Welcome to the show everybody, we're 11 episodes in now, and a special welcome to people who are listening for the very first time. If you are joining for the first time and you're wondering what this is about, well, Basically, I really love talking to musicians and I love discovering the talent that is out there. But a lot of the talent that is out there really isn't heard of all that often. You might hear a few good bands at open mics or at gigs in pubs or something. And this is my personal sort of journey. And I'm glad you're joining me on this journey to discover some of the unsigned, unknown talent out there. To give them a voice, to let them be heard and to give them a platform to start, you know, promoting their music and their stories and their journey. And this week's episode is no different as we follow a band called Scars, a Chilean thrash metal band. They tell us their stories of touring, of recording, and of keeping calm under pressure. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. We do have some new regular features that will be in each episode from now onwards and a slight change to the previous formats. I listen to a lot of music in the week, a lot of music. Um, I barely go minutes without it, really. I'm not so sure this is great for my brain and for mindfulness, but I am always listening to music, and I thought I would share these with you. So we're going to introduce a new segment here to BPM Pod, which will capture what I've been listening to this week. Tracks of the Week. I've been getting back into radio recently, People ask me where do I find music and where do I find the people to talk to and the answer really is radio. Um, And Facebook is obviously great for finding people for the podcast but in terms of what I want to listen to, radio is the answer. And for that, in my opinion, the best radio station in the world currently is BBC Six Music. It's a radio station that was actually shut down by the BBC some years ago and was brought back by popular demand. They play a fantastic range of music. There's playlists that aren't even playlists. There's sort of punk, and then it could be followed by something ambient. Then it could be followed by country. Then it could be followed by funk. It's bizarre sometimes to keep up with, but it's really a fantastic station with some really, really great DJs, from Marianne Hobbs to Sean Keaveney to Lauren Laverne. There's loads of great people on there. So do check out BBC Six Music if you can. It's available online and on the radio if you're in the UK as well. And uh, it's just a great selection of music and shows on there. And actually, by listening to that, there's a couple of tracks this week which I'd like to recommend to you. Uh, There's a band called Tourist, who are actually pretty popular on YouTube. It's electronic ambient stuff, and it's not normally my sort of thing, but there's a track on there called Emily that was played on BBC Six Music this past week, and it has been stuck in my head ever since. With no words at all, it's got this tender, lovely feel to it, and these very luscious textures, and it's it's dreamy. It's something you can imagine listening to when you're on sort of a summer holiday somewhere, like strolling down a beach, or it's something you can just listen to when you're at home relaxing. It's got this lovely ambience to it, and I really advise you to check that out. Here's a quick clip of that. It's Tourist and Emily. Another track that I've really loved this past week is by an artist called Bibio. B-I-B-I-O. Now, there's not much information on Bibio um, himself. I think an album is in the works, but I was really turned on to him by Marianne Hobbs, uh, one of the DJs from BBC Six Music and a former mentor of mine as well. And he has a track called Curls out at the minute curls as in curls in your hair and it's really beautiful sublime it's got this fantastic violin hook i think there's only maybe two or three chords in the whole song but the layering of the violin melody is beautiful it's got this almost sort of irish folk charm to it i guess and the lyrics while simplistic really paint this picture of someone you admire and uh, 
someone you trust and someone you love and believe in. It's a very romantic sort of slow folk tune, and I completely recommend that you go check that out. Another thing I'm asked on this podcast is what do I use to record the podcast? So let's have a little bit of gadget talk. And that'll be another new segment on here where we look at some of the hardware that people use with music. Gear Roundup. So there's obviously lots of different gear you have for recording podcasts, but the things I use are actually quite simple, and there will be links to these on the BPM Pod website. That's bpmpod.com. What I use is the Zoom H6 recorder. I'm actually recording on that right now. It has a lot of interchangeable microphones, so you can use it as a portable voice recorder if you want. You can also plug in microphones and instruments, uh, external ones, even if they require some form of phantom power, and record to the Zoom. It records to an SD card, and there's quite a lot of memory on there. The only thing that is a bit low is the battery life, It can be charged by a mains adapter, and if you have rechargeable batteries, that's even better. But the battery power on its own is quite low. But that is kind of what you would expect from something that has four inputs with complete volume and gain control. And it even has some form of sound editing software on the actual device. The device costs... I've picked it up for about €250. I'm not sure how much it is in other markets, but there will be a link on the site and in this episode so you can click for more information. Microphones-wise, Rode NTA1s are the absolute godsend. They are not expensive at all. You can buy a complete set for around €130 with a filter and a mic holder, and they are absolutely fantastic. It's what I record my vocals on, it's what I record the podcasts on, and for that sort of stuff, they're really, really great. There are better models of Rode out there. They even do a podcaster microphone, And the price is quite high for some of those, but I think for what I need it for and the setup I have, the Rode NTA1s, you really cannot go wrong with. I've had them for a few years. They've been battered, dropped, pulled around, uh, spilt stuff on even, I think. They've been in hot, cold temperatures. They've been shouted into and they've been talked into lovingly, and they still do incredibly well. If you want to find out more about them, I'll put some links in the description of this episode and in the links page on bpmpod.com as well. As we talk to different people, we'll definitely come across new gear and new things to shout about. So if you have some suggestions, why not tell me what gear you're using? What is your gear of the week? What sort of hardware do you really love at the moment? You can find me on bpmpod, at bpmpod on Facebook, and at bpmpod on Instagram as well. And go to bpmpod.com. And just send us your ideas for the gear that you're using, things that you really want to shout about, and I'll try to check them out. But now, let's get to the main meat of the episode. If I said to you Chilean music, what would be the first things that come to your head? I'm guessing it would be something Latin, some sort of sambery type sounds something you know light and airy and folky and it probably wouldn't be thrash metal but metal as we know is one of the most popular genres of music in the world and while it definitely has its roots and sort of following in scandinavian countries and northern europe and the u.s it doesn't mean that it doesn't spread globally so in this episode we talk to the chilean thrash metal band scars who despite their aggressive music, which I must admit when they first got in touch, really made me scared, excited, happy, a little bit of everything really. They are some of the nicest guys I have ever met. In this episode we talk to two of the members of Scars, one guy who has come from really far down south, one of the nearest countries other than Argentina being Antarctica, so that gives you a sense of uh, where he's from. And why you might turn to thrash metal, I think, if you are that far removed. We met in this small student dorm. Very, very small, but still quite pleasant. Next to these uh, allotments on a bitterly cold day in Berlin. And if you check the Instagram stories, you will see I almost got blown away 
by a blizzard, an actual blizzard. It was really terrible weather. I was running quite late and this student dorm complex is absolutely huge. So everything was a bit stressed, but the guys just made me feel welcome instantly. Beer was passed around and uh, cigarettes were passed around, both of which I declined. And uh, the atmosphere was great. And I tend to find that that's what happens with a lot of metalheads is that actually they are the most relaxed, calm people on the planet. By the end of this podcast, you're going to learn a little bit about who Scars are and their beginnings. You're also going to hear a little bit about how much we admire some of the legends in creating metal and heavy rock. And we're going to look a little bit at the themes behind the music too. Scars of the band, but you two are two of the people behind it, so please. Here in Germany. Yeah, here <laughs> in Germany. Because you're actually chillier, but then let me know yeah. uh, how that all works out a little bit later on. But um, let us know a little bit about you. Introduce yourselves. Scars. So, we'll say like right away, thrash metal band? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty intense. Yeah, it has a, <laughs> like, as all the members has different influence when we create music. You can touch different points of the thrash metal history somehow. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then who are you in the band? I know who you are because we talked before. But <laughs> for everyone else, myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Michael Villagra. I'm 31 years old, and I'm the singer of Scars. Okay. Singer bassist. Singer ex bassist. And next to you is this guy who just turned up uh, and demanded a beer as soon as he demanded a beer. I'm a little shy. No. Now I am Vladislav Dasinsic. Uh, 32 years old, just just 32, just 32 years old. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> still, still feeling the Excuse hangover, me, of, the hangover Saturday. of Saturday. <laughs> yes, of course. That uh, happens, right? Huh? And that happens after 25. It's after like, 25, you have to choose to like. I'm going to drink one day and all the weekend in exactly. bed. You know? Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's not like. So I choose a bad career because <laughs> <laughs> this is like demands you to. Now about uh, lead guitar and rhythm guitar, you know, like mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm like uh, the second newest member of okay. the band because yeah. the band was formed like I don't know four years, no three years before Two I thousand. I arrived. Yeah. <coughs> um, also, my first band, uh, mm-hmm. I used to be like uh, the typical bedroom player. Like mm-hmm. I have like my recording system and stuff. I do my did my songs and <coughs> for a friend of a friend, like they. Like, hey, check this dude, like, he made his songs, has he, never played in a band. He needs to play with someone. <laughs> he needs to play with someone for his own mental sake. So, so really, he's we just, save him, we save he's him. He's just in, in the way. band because of pity. That's yes. Really, yes. Uh, contacts and friendship. I would say, I would say friendship. Let's say friendship, you know. Let's say friendship. Yeah. And so tell us a little bit about Scars. So you set up, when was that, 2015? Is that right? Started, I would say Diego and Richie. Diego mm. is the other guitarist, and Richie, my brother, uh, mm. ex-drummer. Mm. They started to play in March 2013. Okay, just like to play a couple of songs. It's like ah, maybe after this we can set up a band. They mm. came mm. to me with, with the idea. It's like, dude, I'm just going to play in a band if we create our own songs, and and you really have a deep commitment on it. Yeah, yeah. And it worked out for a while. <laughs> and then like summer again beach time and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. and then on we we'll say like at the end of 2013 at beginning of 14. 2014 we got like serious okay write songs and play twice per week and rehearse and yeah, yeah. and after that when we uh, record a demo we said like oh, it's time to get time to get a little bit more professional in a way and then Matthias uh, his friend and my friend put us in contact and so said, like, okay, we need a better, like, total pro bass, play, bass player mm. or a guitarist. Mm. Mm. And we decided, okay, a guitarist. Yeah, yeah. And but that's it was always it thrash metal <laughs> from the beginning? Or? Yeah, yeah. That was always the intention, like, punk thrash. Mm. And then after he arrived, we started to create more, like, because he's influencing more death metal. Mm-hmm. Something okay. more, like, elaborated and... With different riffs, so yeah. The thing is that at the beginning, when I joined, it was like a little bit, uh, uh, how can I say it, uh, hardcore trash, you know. Mm. Like I, I would say, like seventy percent, like a little bit hardcore. Uh, mm. 
We start to mix up like the, the ideas, you know, like, hey, you know what, I have this idea, uh, we could like start trying like new ideas for riff, you know, not so much the classic, you know, mm-hmm. so it was like a slow process, but I think that after a while, like four years now, we are like doing evolved. We evolved. We have evolved. We are now writing new material that the good thing is that it's more like us, <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's, it's not much like a, a tribute to other bands, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You sort of found your own sound a little bit. And you mentioned something super interesting, which was about um, about arguing with your bandmates and stuff like that. How do you move past that, though? Like, super easy. I just, just I just tell them, get out, guys. Okay, it's time do to... you just drink or like how do you do it? Uh, <laughs> it's pretty easy. I mean, most of the times it will be the two guitarists that try to say like, no, I prefer this. No, I prefer this. Like, yeah. yeah, that's true. And they start to when they turn like six years old. Oh, no, 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 I prefer this. I prefer yeah, this. Yeah. And then like we it was like. Christian, the bass player, and me, we are the ones that try to cool down situations like, mediator. okay, I think you two guys can, Show we will pick your out. ideas and we will <laughs> yeah. discuss like, it later. Like, like, I, like I previously <laughs> said, like, it's equally as when we write a song, like, you have to know mm-hmm. which is your spot in the band, you yeah. know, like, sometimes yeah. there, there is a person that does the, like, the main structure or they want to arrange it, and in, in, like, the feeling of the group, they're the same, like, Mikhail is like the ground cable, you know? Yeah. Uh, and with the other guitarists are always fighting, you know? Like, I know this riff, but uh, there are he and Mikhail with the bassist are like the, okay, man, uh, it's not yeah. that calm big down. of a deal. Yeah. If you keep fighting, we're not going to play any of your. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just so, calm the fuck down. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and do they listen generally? Yeah. I was like. 99.9% of the time. Okay. Well, that's good enough. Yeah, that's, that's good definitely enough. good enough. Yeah. yeah. People I really, really like who I disagree with don't listen 99.9% of the time. <laughs> so I think that's good But enough. as I said, it's like uh, the same procedure as writing a song, but you have to like train this part of, you have to train like yeah. uh, this part because it's not easy. Like everyone wants to get their opinion listened, you know? Yeah. Uh, everyone has different moods, you know? And it's difficult to not offend the other person, you know, <laughs> sometimes happens, you know, mm. but at the end of the day, like, get all your energy out on the rehearsal and then, like, I don't know, drink a beer and, hey man, sorry, everyone's happy. Yeah. and then the end, everyone's <laughs> happy, you know. <laughs> so in terms of writing songs, what's your sort of, like, writing song rate? How many do you reckon you write in, say, a few months or something like that? Are you constantly coming up with new ideas? Mm, or? Yes. I say in yes. New ideas that will be completely applied. I can say no. Okay. <laughs> but it's like, it's not just one structure. It's like we have a six months to create three songs and that's all. Mm. I mean, they have some, we have some planning, like mm. we should advance. Mm. But new ideas, we can create once. Uh, in March, when he arrived, we made like four songs. Mm. Sorry, five, maybe. In fact, we have like seven songs, like <laughs> ready. Just, just ready. But of yeah. those seven, perhaps there are going to be four. Mm-hmm. And of those other three, we're going to, I don't know, get a rate from one, a rate from yeah, another, exactly. you know. Yeah, exactly, just mix it But up. there are like four that are, that are like ready to... To, to be released to at be the released end of this year. No, that, yes. As a second part, as not a second first song, but also like a second part. Uh, wasn't planned, you know. I, I yeah, came yeah. here like uh, also to play, and I bring my little home studio and I start recording, and I have like free time a little bit, you know. And with Mikhail, oh, you know what, we have an idea, let's do this, let's do that, and... Yeah. And it turned out that we were in the same page okay. on the creating process when he arrived, so that was good. But we'll <laughs> talk about the songs you've got ready in a minute, right? Because your album is actually ready. Oh, yes, that's ready. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a second part of that that you hope to release later in the year, right? That that you just mentioned, or could be an EP. Could more be an EP. Yeah, yeah. More like but just something to complement it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't know. It's like as a, as a second part. Like it's more like. A, this first album like talks about a lot of, of I don't know conflict with people like you know uh, mm. society how 
mad societies like uh, I don't know people protesting on the streets you know all mm -hmm. in the streets mm -hmm. the second album the, the second EP perhaps is more like I don't know a, a little bit more sci-fi I could say okay like war against the machine and stuff wow <laughs> nice but always nice. like uh, the human like <laughs> fighting like uh, technology or, or I don't know like yeah. always that conflict that how much technology can invade a human and how much the human can evolve into technology, you know, mm -hmm. like... Mm -hmm. the, the, so the themes of your music you would say are based in conflict, but then you mentioned then society as well. Does that enter your mind a lot? Like what is going on in the world politically or socially or... Does that inspire you at all? Yes, uh, totally. totally. Yeah. Um, for example, is what we are living right now is you have to be like blindfolded, like to don't see, like you have to be like I don't know Sandra Bullock in the new yeah. movie, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to notice it, bird box, yeah, yes. yeah, something like that. So I watched that night. Yeah. Last night. They're, they're going to see. They're going to see What? I'm gonna. <laughs> end it was funny tense the whole time. Oh! I'm gonna end up watching Bird Box like her character. I'm just gonna blind myself and not watch it because I hate <laughs> horror movies. Actually, but there we go. But, uh, so of course you 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 get the difference, you know. Yeah. And the music also is aggressive. You you are not going to be singing like oh my little pony. Unless it's a dead pony. Unless it's a pony throwing pony. My little pony that ate my carcass, like something like that. Did someone write a thrash metal song about my little pony at some point? I thought they did. Someone relatively famous, but I can't think who. I'll we can to, do it. I'll have to Google it and <laughs> check it later. <laughs> I'm going to check it later, but I'm pretty sure somebody did. About, and it was like a bit like you just did, like, my little pony, she's so colourful. And stuff, and you're like, wow, this is stupid. <laughs> that is this thing, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. well, we have a few lies about love and like the cuteness of the little children and stuff. But not about ponies. Not about ponies. Okay. Okay. No, no, that's, yeah. that's for future. Don't that worry. is for another. I will write that down. That is for another. <laughs> For another album. <laughs> Part three. Yeah. <laughs> How technology like rule the world and little ponies dancing the space. But what if cyborgs pony? So the world influence is like obviously present and big, but what about musically? What influences you? What would you say your best sort of top hand for me now? Yeah. Uh, I always like uh, I'm that's dangerous. No, it's a hard one. <laughs> I'm, I'm always like changing, like trying not to. You should always change, definitely. No, me, definitely. For example, I'm, I'm going to get a lot of throws, a lot of rocks, some throws at me because uh, I'm up to here with Dimebag Darrell, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, I have nothing with the guy. He's super cool guitarist, but you all the bands you see is like. Uh, oh, I want to be like Darrell. I want to be like Darrell. Uh, hey man, how can you do something different if all the people want to be one guy, you know? Yeah, exactly. So for me now is Alan Holdsworth. Uh, for okay. me, I'm listening to Alan Holdsworth like all day. Like, yeah. uh, but it's not all, and that is like a jazz guitarist, but I'm also super influenced, I don't know, video games, music. Yeah. Like when I grew up, like listening to Mega Man, like. All, all kinds of music like influence me, you know, like if I hear like a good rhythm, a good harmony, like it's mm. cool, that it's my case. And of course, trash and yeah, yeah. all the ramifications, that meta yeah. and technical blah. Yeah. Yeah. But you two yeah. are super Fun chilled. Stuff. Like, you're both super chill yeah. all the time. <laughs> like, I think there's this stereotype and... You like, can be, like, angry and play angry music all yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I, that's, well, that's what I think. I think there's this sort of stereotype that people who do sort of any sort of heavy music, whether that's just heavy, hard rock through to sort of death or black metal, that people are like that all the time. And I've always been a bit like, you can't be like that all the fucking time. You'd be so intense. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, yeah. oh my God, back the fuck off, man. Like, <laughs> exactly. Stay the fuck away exactly. from me. Yeah, so, yeah. so it does always make me think that. But and we were talking about this before mm. you turned up. Like I went to uh, a few metal gigs and then some metal festival last year. And actually people you would call metalheads are the most chill, nice fans generally, actually. There was yeah. no trouble. Like people sort of... Were pretty you can be like super and drunk and like no fights. Maybe yeah. one or well, two. Well, of course, the sun. You have yeah, hundreds. Of so. yeah. But they you, are you always going the anger all the time. Yeah. Exactly. And that's my theory. They are right? always going to be morons. But that you've got a release for your anger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then in normal life, you're just like, yeah, whatever. I'm just pretty chill. Yeah, in fact, the time mm. that I've been the most stressful in my life, I'm most. Blah, it's like at work. Yeah. <laughs> like in an yeah. office work. Like, do, 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 yeah, you yeah. know, it's like. It's like box you. You can sing, you know, you're, you're like. 
watching a computer all day is like not life, you know. Mm. Like, but in music, like, oh, you know what? I'm super angry. Like, <laughs> gain up to ten, mm. and mm. after a couple of hours, like, uh, you're like, oh yeah. Yes. Mm. And then if you are chill, like, oh, you know what? I'm going to write like a more cool song, like yeah. acoustic, you know. Yeah. So you can compliment, com like. Compliment. compliment like your your mood with the mm. music mm. and it's like a super good for the mind i mean it's not only the guitar if you play any instrument yeah know? no i just took to another guy on this podcast previously and he said he thinks actually deep down every musician wants to be a metal musician because there's a part yeah. of them that they just want to be really fucking angry <laughs> and just get everything out of their system <laughs> even if they play ukulele or something he was like i reckon even people who play ukulele in their bedroom still sometimes like fuck yes <laughs> and just like go mental and I agree actually no see, I do see, agree the good like, thing of metal uh, is like it allows you to know a lot of technique a lot of music but you are master of none yeah like if yeah. you talk with a for example in my case I can play like acoustic guitar like baroque guitar like a little bit of jazz a little bit of this a little bit of that but I have no mastery in any of that mm. but metals allows you to I don't know you know what I'm going to do a riff with some fucking jazz metal riff and yeah, and yeah. <laughs> It turns out good, you know, like mm. metal allows you to like experiment like with anything, mm. you know, it, and that is for me, it's like the thing because I like to play metal. Like if I want to do a solo that is a jazzy feeling, I can put a jazz solo mm. in a, or if I want to put a blues lick, I can put a blues lick, or if I want to, I don't know. Now we are, we are in the new songs, we are using like keyboards, like keyboards. for electrical, electronic music, mm. like mm. a little bit like Fear Factory and stuff, like, you know, mm. so. If you're in Berlin, you will. Have to touch yeah. a little bit the techno industrial part. Yes, yes. And after a couple of years living here, you kind of, I really feel it. Like so fast. Yeah. But do you think people maybe appreciate metal more nowadays? Because I mean, I mean, if you start with sort of Sabbath esque, let's say they sort of really were the first band, I would say at least, who really pushed sort of what we now know as metal. I guess, I guess in hindsight, a lot of it is more. You classify it more hard rock now, because I think things have got heavier. But I would say they're one of, one of the first, really, who sort of pushed this. But, I mean, if you think about that, back in the sort of 70s, 80s and stuff, you had a lot of bizarre, mainly Christian groups, thinking yeah. that it was like Satanist and weird. Stuff, and, like witchcraft. And, and it's just lots of the same notes, and it's just fast, so it's not even musically very appreciated. But I don't think that's the case anymore. No. I think a lot of people now are like, no, these famous sort of metal bands. I mean, we talked about Slayer. Or it depends where you go. <laughs> yeah, of course it depends where you go, definitely. But I think it's mainly more appreciated now. The I thing say, for actually. me is with metal is this thing <clears throat> that in the seventies, like with what with Black Sabbath and stuff or older bands, yeah, like older, uh, yeah. they were like characters, you know. Yeah. Like if you see Ozzy or Tommy Iommi, like uh, they were into the occult and stuff. And they were like scary, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. this dude, like, I don't know, this has Satan in <laughs> yeah. his right shoulder, yeah, and yeah, I don't yeah. know, yeah. the behemoth in the, his left, you know. Yeah, yeah. But right now, like, there are no more like rock stars, you know. No. That's it. But that allows metal that there are people like us, like, like this on the stage playing super aggressive music. So it's like, oh, these dudes like are super relaxed and they are playing a heavy music. I'm going to give it a try because it's mm. like mm. easy for the side. Like, mm. But uh, I think that the older bands, like, I don't know, Mustaine, like, they Mustaine yeah, from yeah. Megadeth was like a fucking lunatic, you know? Like, yeah, in yeah. the 80s, like, blah, of, of course. It's not like that anymore. Really. <laughs> it's not like that anymore, like, you know? Yeah, Maybe. Man, uh, I don't know. Don't know him yet. It was like a leprechaun, I don't know. Like, you know? <laughs> so, of course, that guy is going to scare you, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. And you are not going to listen uh, and if you see like people mushing it's not like the best ambience you know no, but right now like the other day we went to see a revocation and the dudes were like super cool you know like hello man how are you blah 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 like in playing on stage they get out, get out the guy with his glasses like because <laughs> I believe he's short sighted I don't know but yeah. you can you can see that uh, it's like any people only yeah. that likes to play metal you know mm. so that mm. allows more people to get into the this this, this, this scene, you know, scene, yeah, yeah, feel. Yeah.
what are your vocal practices then? We talked a lot about guitar. But... I take showers every day. <laughs> that, that works. He grabs like a big brick and throws it on his foot and, and then like, just ah! Yeah. yeah. That is the... So how do you do that though? Like, That's how do you do really dry sort of, uh, what is it, dry screaming like yeah, that? I like, was born in a cave, you know? And then <laughs> yeah. I started to fight with some walls. Yeah. Yeah. But how do you do that? Like, I've, I've never got to that. I've even watched tutorials on how to do it. And I'm like, I do not understand how to do it like that. I would say, of course, like after school, like 15 years old, came back home, had free afternoon. So like, yeah, I'm going to sing. I always like to sing. Yeah. And then it just happened. Like, I know, trying to imitate Paul Dayano. I remember that was like really helpful to yeah. science. Part purpose of the imitation, but I never realized that. And then it's layer. I said like, oh, okay, maybe I can go. Like a little bit more yeah. uh, rough into the tone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like many other bands, like the Janis Joplin effect. Or the Janis Joplin effect. That is my theory, the Janis Joplin effect. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Like this, like, <laughs> this very dry sort of. Like, <laughs> sound. like yeah, the, yeah. The, this gruff, like, I don't know, this Axel Rose stuff yeah. is yeah, like yeah. the Janis Joplin effect. Yeah. That is my theory. And, <laughs> and somehow, when they like, I try to scream like a lot, a lot, start to bleed. Like, <laughs> oh my god, really? And, and after AIDS. that, it never <laughs> never gone. It was stay for her. I'm not so sure you should like, scream until you bleed. I don't think that's a tip. Nah, but I was, I was <laughs> feel like... Was a little drop, And was just a couple of weeks. <laughs> but do you still use any sort of techniques today to keep your voice going? I no, I have to exercise every... I would say it, almost every day. I was going to say, because you can't yeah. like... Um, just get onto stage and sort of like yeah, no, no, dry no, no. scream like that. Like yeah. that's pretty difficult to do. No, and it's exhausting. But for example, the album, last time we went to Chile, we record all the vocals just in one day. Mm. We were like 12 hours. Mm. It was like 12 hours singing. Mm. Mm. And my voice was normal afterwards. So yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> really, I, I have no like injuries after nowadays. Like a parenthesis, yeah. like in the <laughs> album, I hope that that translates good on the album because he has to record like all his parts in one day and I have to record all my parts in one day, like all the solos, all the harmonies, all the guitar parts, like uh, like on one day. Like he was with his throat like, <laughs> and I was like with the fucking... No, I took a tap and a nap in between because I also had a gig the yeah. night before. Yeah. Party, the screen. And it was like... You can do it if you practice enough daily. Yeah. Of course, you got yeah, the muscles yeah, yeah. here, so no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the sixth place. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Maybe, maybe it's a case. I think he's. I think he's drunk <laughs> as real at the moment. But what are your musical backgrounds, actually, both of you? Because we talked a lot about how you practice today, but have you always been musical or come from any sort of musical family or anything? No, uh, not at all. Not in my case. My mom and dad, I mean, they both like rock and metal. Yeah. That's why we always were influenced by yeah, my yeah. brothers and stuff. Yeah. But they also like a lot of to dance and always mm. more like... In this area of music, we have been listening to this kind of music mm. all my life, different, mm. different types. Mm. But you didn't have any sort but of formal musical training no, or anything like that? No, in fact, my dad once bought a guitar and I learned by myself. Yeah, yeah. Also singing. And then a just a friend. As well. I remember we were like on the streets and his friend said like, oh, I'm in the chorus of the... Ah, what do you do there? No, they teach me this and this and this. Okay. And I learned like that. Yeah, nice. And then yeah. practice at home. Also. And then what about you? What, are you, what were you <coughs> up to? Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, my dad, like when I was a kid, like I, I, my family does, it's not like a musical background, you know, my, my dad, my mom hates heavy metal, you know, <laughs> uh, hello mom, she hates you, uh, hates me, <laughs> I'm not recognized now, <laughs> no, uh, no but it's okay, don't worry, my dad, like, when I was a kid, like, he put me, I, I, a lot of classical music, when I went to bed, like, I always ask, ask him, like, hey, why don't you put me, like, the Russian chorus of, I don't know where, and stuff, and I always went to sleep listening to that, and I liked it, but I didn't, like, uh, play an instrument. Until I don't know first uh, I don't know the first year of uh, high school, like uh, I wanted to be I don't know I started listening to Guns N' Roses. Mm -hmm. I never learned a song from Guns N' Roses, but uh, <laughs> I wanted to be like Slash, you know. So yeah. my mom bought me for Christmas a guitar, and I took like lessons for um, for one month. But after that, like uh, it was like. <laughs> 
on me like you know like I start to listening to glam <laughs> like poison and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then um, ACDC and then from ACDC I jump immediately <coughs> into Megadeth yeah. so it was like a wow, pretty, that was a pretty quick yes, jump it's a long way yeah. to the top to so holy, sort of classic to, glam rock to, hard rock then metal to holy wars <laughs> like it, it was like that for me like uh, on my two last years on school like I was into Megadeth like uh, riffing like do 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 like what the fuck is this shit like yeah. and then first years in college like a dude introduced me to Exodus and that was like <laughs> like yeah. this is the shit I want to do man yeah. like the riffing and stuff uh, but till only till like four years ago I started like studying like theory mm. like theory like my scales my Mm. my chords like stuff like uh, more serious uh, everything else was by ear you know like I only like developed my skill but until a little bit I start with technique um, and that's it and now I'm here like playing music so yeah. it all turns out good but I would have to thank my dad for that because uh, he like when I was a little kid like introduced me into classical music till now I play I like classical guitar like try to learn some baroque style and stuff so mm. i think that that like rubs on me and till this day you know yeah yeah so what are your sort of musical ambitions with scars going forward so you've made your album now and then you've already sort of got in your mind another ep to come out but what are your ambitions do you want to play live more or what are your next steps first month next year like whatever open question <clears throat> I would say play as much as possible mm. and then like if you're good enough and well received by the audience it will be also like naturally following the path of playing more in different countries for example mm. we've been also like having more contacts not just in Chile or in Germany different countries to like band friends where you can tour together mm. Mm. the idea is to work as much as possible in it and and if people like it and we make something that can differentiate us of what's on the scene to put the name of Scars a little bit higher on the, on the scale, on the rankings, I would say. Mm-hmm. So that will bring itself more, uh, more playings, be yeah, yeah. more on stage in different places. So get That's more stuff. out there, really. Yeah. yeah so. Also, you have to be <clears throat> like intelligent when you have a band, you know, yeah. because I'm... I'm, I'm get anxious like pretty easily like I want to play like live and stuff, and, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I get angry and I like curse all the people in the band that all suck <laughs> and, uh, about that <laughs> Saturday <laughs> but, <laughs> but the thing is that uh, you have to if you are going to have a band like in long term it's like a business project you know yeah. I don't want to make no, I, I, to I, I don't want I don't want to mix like business into music but but uh, you have to think it as, as a company you know yeah like exactly. uh, if you were spending like we spent like two years like trying to record our first album just because uh, we have like a bad experience but uh, and when we have to re-record it like for a third time you know like and it was like you know let's get focused uh, let's mm. not disband like this is a project the music is like let's try to make it outside and when we have an album because without an album you can't do much you know yeah. now we have an album like let's start working you know let's start making a brand you know uh, I don't know uh, the marketing stuff you know it's not a, a uh, people, I don't know, I'm going to listen to this, oh, this dude, like, it's a company dude, and blah, blah, blah. It's not like that, you know. It's like you have to work, like, be intelligent on how you promote your stuff. Yeah. Because, uh, because I don't... none of us is 100% musician. Like, we all have different backgrounds and studies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Everyone's working 45, 50 hours per week. Mm-hmm. I mean, not me now, but... but yeah, sorry, <laughs> not you now. You seem pretty chill today. But... <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> this, this, this white little line of hair were in Chile, not in Chile, man. <laughs> But no, I know what you mean. You need something of the identity and what your band actually like is and what it represents and mm. who you're doing it for. You don't. You can't just sort of rock up, play a guitar, release something, and think, "Oh, everyone's gonna love this." No, of no, course, of course not. Of course not. You know, and, and the other thing is that uh, there are a lot of bands that I don't know release an album every year, mm. but at the end it's the same shit. You know, like I can listen the first album that is going to be the best. <laughs> you know, mm. and the other thing is like a, a, a mashup of all the riff, like the, the same fucking group you know it's mm. not interesting you know mm. so the thing is like if you release I, I prefer a band that release an album two albums in ten years mm. than a band that released like I all of its quality things, stuff. Yeah. you know it's, yeah. it, because it's boring you know yeah and, and that that's my appreciation of course there are bands that have their formula and you can I don't know 
the older dogs, for example, like ACDC, Motorhead, you yeah, can use, there is, a, is another time, it's another time, you know, and yeah. those dudes are great at what, they, at what they do, they are rock stars, you know, yeah. they are known around the world, you know, I, 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 my personal interest is not to be known around the world, you know, I want to play music and I want to play good music, you know, mm -hmm. and that only depends on me, you know, mm -hmm. and I like to take my time to do the music and that, that if you do it correctly in a good way and the music got stick in the mind of everyone yeah naturally like it's a consequence of that yeah it's, it's not that you have to reach that in one day to another no no no, no. have to work on that and if you work good the other it's one at their own pace somehow. you know yeah. everyone yeah. wants to be like i don't know i want to be big you know yeah. i want to be famous and everyone that famous knows. Like next week yes i want to yeah. be famous or if or even if i get to the to a recognized level i want to be known by everybody mm. Fuck that shit, man. I want to make good music only, you know? If someone listens to the riff and it's like, this shit is good, man. It, that, to me, like makes me happy, you know? Uh, even if 200 people only listen are perhaps uh, the new album, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. That, to me, is like those 200 people like listen to the album and like it, you know? what? That is my accomplishment, and, and I feel like proud mm -hmm. to that, you know? Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong. Ah, you know what? Uh, nobody knows you. Fuck you! You release an album and you, if you want to make yourself like famous around the world, you fucking do it, man. I'm here only to play music. Or change to reggaeton. Yeah, cumbia, cumbia, Argentinian music. Yeah, long hair. Huh? <laughs> or write some shit sort of guitar, electronic flashy guitar, something oh, like that. But, but it, no, it's it's hard though because I mean I make music myself and I say to my wife, you know, like you know, this is mainly for me. It's like an outlet. Well, therapy, really, to yeah. get stuff out of my system. And then if other people like it, great. But I'm still going to be making music regardless. I don't really yeah, care. Of course. Like, yeah, it makes yeah, no difference yeah. to me. And she's right. Sometimes, because I'll be like, oh, honey, 200 people bought or downloaded this or whatever. She's like, yeah, but think of how many people in the world don't even know how to release a fucking album yeah. or how to record <laughs> Such a or how big, to play an big, instrument. Big like, yeah. And there's a lot of work to it, but you're in a very small group of people with this skill set to actually do it. So, you know, like you say, if a few hundred people <clears throat> listen to it and they really like it, like, great, well done. How hmm. many more people can say, oh yeah, I released an album for this. Yeah. It's like when people say, I wrote a book. It's like, yeah, great, yeah. cool. Like, well done. Nice. You know, how many people really globally can say, and a lot know, of, I made this bit of art? Yeah. You know? A lot of people don't, for example, I'm, a, I'm a, like a super shy person. Like, uh, uh, I never thought that I would be on stage, like, mm. playing for people. Like, uh, I always was like, oh, you know, what if, perhaps if, what if I fuck up a solo, you know? Oh, mm. what the embarrass, the, yeah. the, I don't know, the, I'm, I will be so ashamed, you know? Yeah. But then you're playing and, you know what, people are having a good time. What? They yeah, are exactly. not going to, oh, you know what, the... His finger like slip on the string and the solo sounded like shit. Nah, mm. fuck it, man. If you're having a good, a good time, that like show at, at the audience, you know. And it's all only to have a good time, you know. Yeah. But how is playing in Berlin? Do you play in Berlin very often live? Not really. Not really. We rehearse more than play, you know. Okay. And that is a good thing. Like we were, we were like, oh, this year we're going to like play a lot and stuff. And the thing that did not turn out like that, you know. Like, we rehearse with a lot of people, mm. and we composed a lot of songs, you know? Mm. And we were talking the other day, you know what? This is the type of things that sometimes get people mad. Like, oh, you didn't play, like... Yeah. like yeah. Dude, we wrote, like, eight songs. Like, mm. uh, we rehearsed with a lot of people. We rehearsed with a drummer from Egypt, man. From Egypt. Mm. And that that was, from like, two years ago, if you ask us, like, do you think that someday we have, like... Playing with musicians from different places of the world, yeah. Polish, Egypt, yeah. Romania, so it was like, it's uh, unbelievable. Two years ago, uh, 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 and now I'm I'm to say hi for, uh, to to the Magdi, Magdi, <laughs> Magdi, man. <laughs> it was really special, but you yeah, no, but they do, they do, they do, they do play like super cool. And I'm like, like, what the fuck? I'm from the extreme like corner in the world, playing with a guy from Egypt, man, yeah. from Egypt. <laughs> what the fuck? If I don't play live, look, I do. I play with a guy that I don't know, build the pyramids. You know? I don't know, man. <laughs> What? I'm sure he built the pyramid. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was practicing a lot of this. Crazy shit. Like, uh, and for me, it was like a good, a fucking great experience. Like, I, I have a lot of time of perfecting my technique for recording music. Like, uh, I bought new equipment, you know. Mm. Like, uh, so it's not like time waste, you know. Mm. If I see it, like, oh, you know what? I waste my time. I should hang my guitar and hang everything I do because 
life sometimes don't, does not turn out how you want to be, no. but you have to make the most out of it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. so you have a new album coming yeah, out. Yeah, man. Which is called? The Scars or Die. Scars or Die? Yeah. Or Die, yeah, because <laughs> fuck you if you don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great album, though. I love it. Either like us or die. Yeah. Either That's like us or die, you know, like fuck you. Paul Bailoff yeah, influences till the top. No? <laughs> yeah, but. We should do this and say, like, at the end, like, Listen to this podcast. <laughs> or die. Or die. Or die, yeah. That's what I'm going to call my podcast. A podcast or die. die. That should be a memo, man. There are a lot of people in the world that, like, don't do things because it's like, oh, what they're going to sing, what they're going to do. If they, I fail, they're going to laugh at me. Fuck you or die. I don't know, man. Like, I like it. Uh, no, I like it. This, like, throwaway attitude. Like, and, you know, we do this or die kind of thing. Yeah, I don't fucking like, care. Take it risky as well. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. It's experience is based on that it's what you learn what you do and if it goes wrong and you don't learn the lesson or if you learn the lesson you will have a scar mm. if not you will bleed till you yeah, <laughs> it's like it's super easy everything you, know, you do people are going to criticize you even yeah. if, the, if even <coughs> it is perfect you know like even if the fucking shit like yeah, was it's too like, perfect maybe it should be a little bit more like yeah, even yeah. if it was <laughs> a, a poop of the yeah. Mona Lisa you know it, people are going to criticize you people that like that yeah I mean I say that to my wife sometimes like I could shit gold is normally yeah. what I say, and people would still criticize. For me, like, for me, for me, it's like uh, stuff. Uh, I and sometimes like it's like a burden because you tend to listen to that shit, yeah. you know. Yeah. But it's like an everyday task to say fuck you, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> if you don't like it, die. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> 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 that is the the main thing. But you're not aggressive, people. I like no, that. No, 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 man. Of course, it is. We the best for but where, where can people find the album when it comes out? Is it digitally or... Uh, we're going it? to be all uploading it uh, digitally. We still mm. have to, to talk as a band uh, where we're going to upload it. I believe that SoundCloud... Uh, SoundCloud um, how is this? this Spotify? Spotify. Like, um, and I'm looking at, at other <coughs> uh, medium, but I think in Chile it's going to be like physical. Mm. Like... Mm. To release it like, uh, and then we're going to expand it like uh, on the web. Yeah, yeah. And where can people find out more then about this? Hmm? Where can people find out more about this? And well, in fact, today, just together with this and the live stream, yeah. we're going to like get really active on the uh, Facebook page, Instagram, and all that. Yeah, yeah. Social media. Yeah, because because so you're on Facebook and Instagram and, and stuff. Yeah. Yes. And what do people search for to find you? Scars band? The Scars band. band, yeah. Scars, Scars band. band. Yeah.
That was two members of the band Scars there with the song Scars for Life. To find out more about Scars, go to the link that is with this episode to listen to more of their music and find out more about the band. Also, you can find them on Facebook. That's at Scars Band. And a lot of their stuff is there. Otherwise, you have been listening to BPM Pod, the podcast that gets behind people's music. That's what BPM stands for. And if you want to know more about what's coming up or listen to past episodes, go to bpmpod.com. You can also find BPM Pod on Facebook and Instagram. Connect with me there and I'll answer any questions you've got. And if you've got anything you want me to review, anything you want me to talk about, any bands you want me to listen to, please do reach out and I'll try my very best to get that done. Otherwise, it only remains to say thank you very much for listening. It's been an absolute pleasure. Take care of yourselves and of each other and stay lucky. And until next time, have a great day.